Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. I guess we'll see throughout the course of the pod. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Uh, man, it feel like it's been a minute since we had an episode out. I'm happy that we able to pod, of course. Uh, a lot yeah, has it's, been going it's, on. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It, bruh, it's been a minute. Yeah. And there's been a lot going on, both good and bad. I, I, I think maybe the bad overwhelms the good. You, you think? Uh, I don't know. We kind of like in the same space uh, basketball-wise right now as fans, I feel like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just got, you know, <clears throat> the best coach in the league. But, you know, we we, we can continue talking about Mr. Ham. See, see, I'm here just we saying, go. you get, you get see, the GOAT, I, get the, we I go. get the best coach. That's just you how we're starting it, now. But you know what? I can't I can't even compete with that. I can't, I can't say nothing about that. That's facts. Eric Spostra is absolutely top three coach in the league right now i'll, I'll probably what who do you think is the um the top five coaches in the league that's a fire convo uh i'll go spo number one you can call me bias uh bro beast bias spo is amazing um i'll go as crazy as this is gonna sound i'm gonna go tom thibodeau He's, hmm. he's he's been he's been steady these past couple years, even though he just runs his stars to the ground. Defense, rugged defense, and he competes. All his teams compete. Mm-hmm. Uh go mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau. Uh wow. I'll go Tyron Lou, number three. Mm-hmm. Um I'll go Chris Finch, number four. Ooh, Minnesota. Yes. Finch is amazing. Offensively. His schemes, offensive. His schemes defensively. Offensive. Wow. Yeah, bro. But offensive guru. Wow. That Chris Finch, for wow. real. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely Chris Finch is in my top five. Uh, number five. Yeah. Um, Even though he's having a rough season right now, uh, I got to give it to Kerr. Hmm. I'm going to give it to Kerr because... I don't think anybody, with the way that Clay's headset was, head, head headspace was this season, I don't think there was anybody else in the league besides him 
it could be because of rapport. It could be just because of who Steve Kerr is because he's also a sharpshooter has played with legendary players. I don't think there's anybody that could have got Clay to come off the bench the way that his confidence and his mindset was throughout the entirety of the season. And they seem to roll back and they're getting wins. He's sliding now too, ain't it? Right. Um, and he's reeled back in Dre. He's told mm-hmm. Dre to still be him. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he could have tough conversations with Dre. And there's not too many coaches that can do those two things with those two players besides yeah. Steve Kerr, I believe. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing... Well, I mean, Steve Kerr is, is definitely a great coach, and obviously because he has so much experience. Um, I just feel as though there is like this... Uh, I don't know if it's like a battle of of like the where the the game is going right now, but mm-hmm. I, I've definitely seen certain flashes where he kind of is like a, a deer in headlights. Um, but I'm gonna go Spo. Definitely, mm-hmm. I I think Spo is the best coach in the league. For sure. Um, For sure. No argument. Spo. I'm gonna go Mike Malone. Mm, I like that. Mike Malone is really good, and he's man. been a model of consistency. That's the thing that's that's a lot of franchises lose, man. He's been there for nine seasons now, bro. He's about to head, yeah, he's about to enter ten years, and he, bro, he's yeah. man. He's, Mike Malone is good. Um, definitely, that's a good one. Uh, Ty Lue, I'm definitely going Ty Lue for sure. Um, uh, ooh, man, that's where it gets tough. Yeah, four and five uh, was tough for me for sure. Yeah, it gets tough, man. <clears throat> um, I have so many coaches in my head right now that I like. Like, I like Quinn Snyder. Mm-hmm. I like I like Rick Carlisle. Mm-hmm. I like JB Bickerstaff. Right. But do I want to say top five? Top five, dog. Ah, man, I like Willie Green too. Ah, I'm gonna say. Willie got I'm the boys go. in no plan. I forgot about Willie. Well, I guess. Well, I guess. I mean, honestly, huh, I'm gonna always say Pop because Pop is one of the best coaches ever, right? Right. But here's the thing about Pop. Pop. Pop has been telling people straight up what he's gonna do coaching wise. Like, mm-hmm. man, eh, I ain't gonna really coach like that. I'ma just let him go out and do whatever. So don't expect to win. Or uh, we about to go out there and kick that. Like he's been on that type of time. I don't know if it's like old age, probably old age or just his tenure being in the NBA just really just being like, man, I, I think don't it's care. both. Like you niggas yeah, ain't gonna pr- fire me. I got y'all niggas five championships. I'll do what I want. Come on. Hell now. yeah. And plus and he's like the mayor of San Antonio now though. Like 1, I think that I bro, honestly Keep it G. Pop can get away with murder in San Antonio. 1,000%. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Like, we're talking brutal murder. We're talking about, yes. like, he can really brutalize somebody and yes. get away with that shit, right? Yes. 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 Not, like, literally no handcuffs, nothing. He could just go home and just go to sleep. Big right facts. After. He's speaking all facts right now. I'm going to say, I'll put Pop in there because the Spurs is better than their record. I've watched the Spurs play some really good basketball against really good teams against really good teams it's just they don't one they don't have a closer they don't have a point guard to lead the closing is the problem that they're going to have until they solve that problem there should be there should be zero reason cam why Wimbyama is not averaging 25 to 27 zero i watch them in and out they take stupid shots it's because they do not have a true point guard you let trey get over there 
He might average 30 and 12. No lie. Yeah, yeah. He might average 30 and 12. Remember, Please I told God, you. God, don't let Trey go over there. Please. That's cheating. 1,000%. That's, that's, that's literally cheating. 30 and 12. Man, listen. You don't think Devin Vassell is like... You think he's more of like a two or a one? Because he's at, he's at the one, but... No, that's not his true position. Anybody can tell he's trying to get a bucket. He ain't worried about none of that. You need That's a true. you need somebody like a Trey who can get you twenty to tw- to twenty five points, but I need nine to twelve assists, and I need at least six going to Wimby, and I need him to get easy buckets. He takes a lot of tough shots because they don't place him in a proper position. I don't know if it's the the the, the offensive system. I don't, I just think it's it's a lack of personnel. I just don't think that yeah. they have a true point guard that could get Wimby true. There should be no reason a seven foot three level score, seven foot five three level score is not averaging twenty to thirty points because I see how this guy plays. He wants it. Mm-hmm. I saw Bro. from game number three that he wants to be great. He's different. Yeah, he he wants mentally badly. Oh my! It's God. so much old school intangibles in Wimby oh, that I know man. he's gonna be great. There's zero doubt in my mind. I've never been sure of a guy of a number one prospect in Wimby. I know he wants Me neither. It. He just doesn't have the yep. personnel right now. He needs the personnel, and I guarantee you he's going to average 25 to 30 on limited minutes. It's going to be 25 to 30 with 10 to 12 boards. It's just too easy for him. So you think that it's, it's you think that they have an instant? All right, I'm not even going to go as far as to say winning season. I'll say. 500 season, Trey Young goes to the to the Spurs in the summer. Book it? 1,000%. Because what's Trey Young's number one thorn at his side? It's defense. You give him potentially, and it's insane that I'm saying this about a teenager, you give him probably the best defender right now, it covers up a lot. And you get him to just play offense, which he does at an already all-time great level, it's a win-win situation for both parties. Because you have a seven foot five guy who's going to set you screens and he's going to attract so much attention that you forget this is a guy who shoots 35 to 40% from three off the dribble. And he's been doing that since high school. Literally averaging a double double since high school, all the way from Oklahoma Word. to the NBA, it doesn't matter. You give him Word. the best player that Trey Young has ever had in his entire life, what do you think that guy's going to do with it? And let's just keep it real. Victor Wembanyama in a, in, a, in a screen, in any ball screen situation, that Bruh, just give him the ball. Yeah, 1,000. Like, nobody's doing nothing with that, with a ball screen. I don't care. Bruh, unless you're 7'4 yourself, you're not getting that. No. No. Like, it, it doesn't matter if he rolls to the rim, if he pops out. It don't matter what happens. Right. Like, he just give him the ball. Right. Damn, and you would and, and you wouldn't believe. And I know we don't watch them a lot. Uh, I'm watching highlights of him, and, and I'm watching the other Spurs take Shots that looks like, damn, bro, are you forcing it, bro? Like, Word. And, and, and yeah, I feel like Pop yeah. can't really cuss these little dudes out because he don't want to get the old head tag. Nah, you tripping. Bro, I know Wimby has came out and said, I'm saying the other players. Nah, I don't you think he's cussing them dudes out like he did, like Ginobili and Tony. Oh, or nah, Steven I, Jackson. I think- yeah, I, well, no, well, hmm, you might now. Now you're adding. I'm saying it. that this new generation is a lot more coddled. Greg can't pop off out the mouth like he did before. There's no I way. I don't know about there's that. There's no way that the Greg Popovich I grew up watching in the 2000s and 2010s would allow some of the egregious things I'm watching on a basketball court as it pertains to the Spurs. This is this is really wow. bad. 
You never know. I mean, you're in a gym with no media because you got to think about it, right? Right. When they're in, when they're in practice or shoot around, but mostly practice. Mm-hmm. It's mostly mm-hmm. practice. There is a point where media is not allowed in there. Mm-hmm. So, which is usually the time when they're actually like going through stuff, like full, like full action. But, bruh, you can only imagine the type of stuff that Papa's saying. I, I'm almost positive that a lot of those dudes is gonna come out saying something that Pop, like they Pop was wilding. Yeah. But to what you're saying, in comparison to the to the previous dudes, Tim Duncan's Manu's right. and Tony all. Maybe not, but I think it's more so because just like what we said earlier, Pop just don't Pop. He don't care. Pop don't care right now. Though. He don't. He don't. He don't. He knows that he he knows what a championship team looks like. He's been to the finals too much. He's played too much big games to not know at this age and at this tenure of his coaching life to know what a playoff and a championship team looks like. There's no mm-hmm. way even with Wimby, he's like, nah, not right now. We we, we chilling yeah. right now. I need to just make sure that I build proper habits throughout this season, and then yeah. probably will be more competitive. But he knows. He he knew from training camp what was going on. He knew. Yeah, yeah. I feel. You. I feel. You. Well, I got pop at three. Probably. I. At you know four. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Four, and and you know what? None of this is in order except for Spo. Right. Um. I'm gonna put Missoula in there. Okay. And. And I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put. Uh, you got five uh, already, I think. Nah, Spo, you said Spo Malone, Malone, um, Pop, Pop, Pop Missoula, Lou, and Missoula. That's five. Um, Lou, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's five. That's five. Yeah, that's yeah. a five. one. Celtics no. are having. Celtics making me look great right now. I ain't gonna lie. I told, I told the world that there's no way that the Celtics don't make it to the finals, barring a lot of things, but. The reason why I do not have Joe Mazzullo as my top five coach, I don't know what it's going to look like in the postseason, big dog. It all comes down to adjustments and matchups. Yeah, the matchups is great right now because I got a seven foot three guy who can get in the post, who can shoot, who can block shots. Looks great. I don't know what that's going to look like in the seven game series. The only threat to them right now, as silly as it sounds, and I know y'all going to laugh, I know y'all going to call me, it's the Heat. I don't see the Bucks. As soon as they hired Doc Rivers, their championship aspirations left me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> New York Knicks. I don't think they're ready right now. I don't trust Julius Randle in the seven game series. Um, so it's pretty much it, bro. And everybody else, I don't think is ready. So it's 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 the east. It's their east to lose at this point, Bruh, Honestly, the way how I look at it is this: when Missoula. I wouldn't even put it on Missoula because I watched Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown fold in the playoffs way too many times to put it on Missoula. I've seen Missoula make adjustments. I've seen Missoula. I've watched Missoula literally lose that locker room last season. Like, I saw it crumble. You peep. The minute he got on that stage and said, Man, I didn't have them ready to play. That's when they was about to make the comeback. Yeah. Against the Heat. Yeah. So, I can't put it on Missoula yet. Them dudes just be flaking. Like, frosted flakes. I, I can't Plenty say of flakes. Wrong, dog. We talking about dandruff flakes. I, I can't say that you're wrong, dog. Yeah, no, 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 no. I can't say that you're wrong. Nah. You're right. You're right. You're right. What's up with the, um... What's up with, uh... 
All Star. I mean, for one, we got all types of stuff going on with All Star. Mm-hmm. Stephen A is blaming Braun about the slam dunk contest. Oh and then lord! The All Star game is just trash right now. Oh lord! What, what's the deal with that right now? Uh, we're in an interesting place in the NBA. Uh, we got the old heads complaining about the competitiveness of the NBA. When, if you think about it, when we were growing up. There was no social media. It's old oh, as y'all gonna call us. There was no social media. So that was particularly your platform, right? The rise of social media causes a lot of domino effect and a lot of things. You have control of your brand, your marketing, your name, your image, and your likeness. You have players with podcasts and opinions. You have players with that could tweet, that could like things, that could post on Instagram like a shade and, and give a cool-ass uh, caption and get a, millions of likes. The mm-hmm. platform of the all-star game is now taking a step back because I no longer need your platform in order to get my name, image, and likeness. Now it's in my control. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, uh, as crazy as this also is going to sound, it's also a ripple effect. I watched it live, and I don't know if you did, but I watched it live when Paul George basically ripped open his entire knee in front of the entire oh, world. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. As uh, soon as you said that, I had to pick you. Had the head. Uh. You had the uh. image. You had the image. Now, a ma- these are guys who mm. uh, actually visibly saw it. It was tangible for them. A guy in Paul George, who I always commend because he came back from that devastating injury and he potentially became better, which is insane to say. But it's a visual. And he was just going for a dub. That oh. visual remains in guys that's not only seen it oh. tangible, but are coming up. They don't want to get hurt, bro. They seen they seen D Wade swipe at Kobe in 2013 and rip open his nose. Kobe is Kobe and he played through it. How many of these new guys you think are playing through a broken nose like Kobe? I think maybe two. So the 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 mixture of those two things are going to have it at a standstill. I see people complaining. I, they, they should play it for money or, or should not play it for money. It's just what incentives are you going to give these 30 guys to come out here and play their best basketball when the media, which is a third thing, has made it all about the postseason? Word. Regular season doesn't matter. If you are a great regular season player and you fold in the playoffs, they're going to call you a second-round merchant like Embiid. Mm-hmm. They're going to clown you like Randall. They're going to continuously clown you until you get a ring. So nothing that I do in the regular season matters. So why does this mm-hmm. all-star exhibition game matters? Mm-hmm. I'm not playing hard. I'm saving myself for my team. So you know what's also ironic? things working against you, and I don't know how we're going to fix it. Yet. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, you know what's also ironic? Because, like, Stephen A. Smith blame, And I rock with Stephen A. Smith from a, a media standpoint because, obviously, like, he's been putting on for a long time. He's a predecessor, but, bro. He is. <clears throat> Yeah, you know what I mean, but you know, obviously, sometimes just like everybody else, they takes be wild. But um, Stephen A. It's so ironic that he actually blamed that, you know, the slam dunk contest on Braun or whatever the case may be. Which is what they. And then you say that about Paul George, right? Right. And I vividly remember that. Shoot, I vividly remember Gordon Hayward's first uh, coming back in his game for the for the Celtics. Oh, crazy. Right. But. Mm, 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 mm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, it's ironic because Stephen A. now is getting trolled by the New Orleans Pelicans because he was going at Zion Williamson Which is for nuts. being 
Yeah, but then he said he he gets trolled by the Pels, mm-hmm. right? And then he goes on the show and says, "Well, he's down with the trolling, and he you know he's built for it." But then explains that the reason why he averaged less than two points per game in college is because his first game in his freshman year he cracked his kneecap in half. You see? And he hasn't been the same since. So it's like, dog, like, knows, and even bro. you yourself he went knows. to sports media right after that. So, like, why would you even, like, hold that against these dudes, especially stars that really saw this, like, like drastic injury? Why would you even, I don't understand, like, I don't know, man. I, like, it's weird. First off, with the Zion issue, I tweeted this out, like, two weeks ago, um, which I'm probably going to send to you. Uh, I stated that Zion Williamson has quietly played himself back into shape and the media doesn't care because there's too much young talent everywhere else for them to focus on Zion anymore. They've moved on to Ant, Luca, etc. But he's mm-hmm. been balling this season. And they're a top six seed in the West right now in the crazy route route West. That's why I'm like, Woody Green got them boys in no plan. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and to go on to, to speak about Zion's weight, which has played them for a majority of his career, but they're not a televised team. I don't know how much, you know, New Orleans Stephen A. Smith has watched. I don't know how much he's watched. So for him to say that was insensitive and it seemed like he was ignorant in a lot of what was going on. And what's crazy is when he said that, Zion pretty much put up 27 in, in, in nine the, the game prior. So he's doping. For him to say that was irresponsible in my eyes, uh, the LeBron James blaming of it is also nonsensical to me, in my opinion, because there's only but so much dunks you could do. And LeBron is a power dunker. When have you seen LeBron go between the legs? You could say, oh, it's pregame. But yeah, that's pregame. Have you, has he done it in game before? You know what I mean? And it's like Kobe did it when he was a rookie. Michael Jordan, the, the slam dunk competition was so new. But who else has done it that's a super, superstar that has won it? You could say Dwight. Dwight, that was in 08. Who else? Yeah, that was probably the True last. True superstar that you're saying time. he's a top five guy. When yeah, Dwight did it, he was a top five player. Exactly. Name me another top five mm-hmm. player that has participated in that competition. Bro, nobody. So how can you blame Bron? And and truthfully, and truthfully, the slam dunk contest shouldn't be relegated to that. That's the thing. Like, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Like, <clears throat> there was a time where Jits would say, "I want to see LeBron James in the slam dunk contest." But to be real, bro, nobody cares if it's stars in the contest. They want to see good dunks. They want to see something they ain't Man, seen. Man, Eric before. Gordon is at Levine dunk contest eight years old. We still talk about it. One of them is a is a star, and one another is a champion. But it's just like, uh, come on now. I just want to see good dunks. I care about your name. It'll help your name if you're good. Also, it's just like, who cares, bro? Who cares? Yeah, like who can? And and it's a three point shooting league. Like nobody cares. The three it's point where it's at. exactly. And when you get and when you got some uh, two guys like Zach Levine and and Aaron Gordon going head to head, and we literally saw Aaron Gordon sit in the air and he still lose. At that point, everybody's like, here? "Bro, like, why would we? Right. Yeah, what are we doing? Why would we even sit here and watch it? Because y'all want to sit here and and watch these dudes do all these like old ass dunks because you're getting right. these old judges to vote." So and their brain can only compute these old dunks. There it's should like, be no bro. reason why the the NBA is old enough to where. There should be old champions or participants that are the judges. 
get me a, a Kenny Smith or Barry White or Vince Carter or Tracy or Jason Rick, people who's participated in a dunk contest, who's prepped and no dunks no, and no you, vert and no actually, things like that. Why are we not filling the, the bench up with that, with those guys? Actually, actually, we have, right? Like, we've seen Kenny Smith right. judge. You know what I mean? We've seen... Um, I think Vince Carter is naming one at a time, one but, at a panel t- at a time. I'm saying all of them need to be yeah. guys, guys who's participating. Yeah, it should be it should be a lot more. Even if they haven't won, there should be a lot more dudes that should be in that voters chair right. I mean, in that judges chair rather than just Dominic right. Wilkins and yeah, you know I mean whoever. You know what I mean like we haven't even seen. Have we even seen Nate Robinson in I'm that show before? I'm trying to think if we've seen Spud. I'm trying to think if we've seen Josh Smith. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we've seen guys who yeah. are legendary high flyers. Even even if your career wasn't superstar, it's only but so much stars in the league. We we know certain guys for certain things. Like a Gerald Green is an urban legend yeah. to us. You know what I'm saying? So bring bro. those guys on the panel, bro. Bring on. Stop stop bringing these. I love I love the old timers and what they've done for the game. But bring guys who knows what they're looking at. You know what I mean? Knows the difficulty of yeah. what it took yeah. to actually do that dunk. And properly judge. Yeah. Word. And, and truthfully, some of those dudes haven't done right. that dunk at all. So, like, bro, I, honestly, we just need some more organic um, stuff. I think that the NBA is so caught up in mm-hmm. league stuff instead of being entrenched in the world of basketball. Like, basketball has become such an international phenomenon at this point to where even on social media, you're seeing certain things where you're like, bro, like, you can take a lot of those ideas from there and put it in the NBA to showcase that you're really entrenched in the basketball world. bring those guys It's almost like... That's that's sharing your platform with them. You don't even got to give them a super huge check. Uh, just just bring them on. That's what I'm saying. You know, they could start a YouTube and, yeah. and like a Deontay Friga or a Ball is Life. It could open up an entire yes. infrastructure of, of of them. You know what I mean? It's giving back to the basketball community, and yeah. not just the league. Yeah, man. I mean, bro, like, can you imagine the amount of pickup games that could be done? Where even if it, bro, even if it's a situation where you have certain basketball social mm-hmm. media influencers versus mm-hmm. NBA players, and now they're playing a three-on-three, four-on-four, five-on-five pickup, whatever the case may be, and you have that in all-star. Like, that's yeah, lame. That's fire right there. It's just so many ideas, bro. And and basketball has right. elevated so much. And I just feel as though the NBA is so um, behind. This is the reason why they, uh, you know, when it comes down to the Olympics, now we're mm-hmm. starting to get smacked because, like, we're we're – we're getting so into the we're the best league in the world instead of being like, no, bro, like, let's really yeah. hoop hoop and let's be right. all about hoop. You know what I mean? Speaking about the Olympics, what do you think about the uh, the names that's been called for the Olympics so far? You got Steph, Braun, uh, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, um, Kevin Durant, uh, Drew Holiday is the most recent name that got called. In there, and uh, I think yeah. Book is in there too. Yeah. What you think about that? That's that's yeah, how it's right so far. It all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 needed mm. to get smacked. You know, we needed to do that that 2016 and go out there, lay an egg right quick. That way, the big guns can come through and say, "Hold on, let's restore with some order right quick." 
Let's blow everybody out by 30 mm-hmm. to 40, and let's stop having this conversation because the conversation has been the past few years, the Europeans are making up the majority of the top five best in the world. The Europeans are mm-hmm. catching up. Uh-oh, they just beat us. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And now we're just sitting back and letting things happen. No, 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 no. We need to go about and show everybody why we are the best league, the highest paid league, and the reason for all of this. Show them. Bring all the all the Word. big guns, bro. And you've hey, you 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 heard you heard what Kevin Durant said, man. I'm trying to get back to when we smacking on forty by, by forty and fifty. Restore order. We need it. Cause they looking at us like, yeah, they done got solved. You know what I'm saying? That's just like the guy who was the man in high school and fell off. That's what that's what the world is looking at us right now, bro. We need to remind them that we stood them dudes. We need it. We need it. Ooh, we need it. Hey, you heard um you heard what Paul Pierce said uh about that game when he uh got taken oh, out yeah. on the wheelchair? Historic. You know, gotta take a boo-boo. Yeah, he said he said that he didn't that didn't happen. What happened was um he actually did injure his knee, uh, but his adrenaline was flowing so much that at that point, he, he wasn't even trying to really get out like that. But what you you do you think that you think he's he's trying to like save face because he did get on on TV and said that he had to go. But he said that he, he tried to clear that up and said that he was just joking. But I doubt he, he let that flow around for too many years. Do, the truth, you ain't telling the Do truth. Do you think he had the bubble guts in the middle yeah, of the NBA yeah, the finals? Truth, you ain't telling the truth. You're lying. You're capping. It's all right, though. We love you. You know what I'm saying? I love the part that he got with KG, and, and, and it's hilarious because of the way they talk to each other, bro, and it's just like a brotherhood forever. <laughs> uh, that's like me and you off camera. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but it's like, Pierre, we know you capping, bro. You, 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 it's too late, bro. You, you ain't got to try to clear it up. You were champion, one of the best small fours of all time. You had the boo boo. We all we all do it daily. I would hope if you ain't. I mean, if you keeping up with your fighters, I had to we boo all do it boo. Come on, I had to yeah, boo yeah. boo. You had to go. You had to go. <laughs> uh, I call cap on that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent cap. Love you though, truth. But yeah, you like that. That drunk is freaking hilarious, dog. Oh my god. That is hilarious. But, whatever. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered. Especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. Um... I don't even know what to even get in the real talk. I, well, hmm, I I, I do so, want to ask this, right? Like, I, I do want to get so, in the real talk right quick. And I want to get so, into the heat, right? Because <clears throat> I do have a question. So the heat, even though the heat lost mm-hmm. to the Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. uh, last night, and this is March 1st. We're recording this on March 1st, but the game was on February what, yeah. 29th because it was a leap year. Um, mm-hmm. They lose to Denver. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray mm-hmm. gets hurt, right? But... There was a point in time, especially um, in crunch time, where mm-hmm. Terry Rozier decided to go scary Terry, and um, he was really putting up buckets to really right. keep the game close. And at some point, if I'm not mistaken, because I was watching both the Heat game as well as mm-hmm. the Laker game at the same time, and um, it even got as close to you know dropping the lead 
down to 4. 91 and 95. Um, So with that being said, facts. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what the score was. So I do want to ask you this, though. With all the... um, with all the stuff that the Heat has mm-hmm. been through already, whether it's injuries, and I mean, right. there's injuries now, you know, Hero and all them, but um, how do you feel like this team is going to hold up now with these pat- with these next few games and then off the schedule? Because, bro, I ain't going to lie. The Heat, from a mental standpoint, they look pretty motivated yeah. right now, man. Jimmy Butler is saying, yo, hey, listen, man. Uh, playoffs, I really turn up. I'm yeah. getting into a rhythm now. You got DeLon right mm-hmm. out there clamping mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You got Terry is getting a, a, right. more and more comfortable in his, in his starting position and really being a little bit more right. aggressive as time go by. Bam is being Bam right. at a high level. What? How do you feel this schedule ends? Um, and what's your feelings with the Heat now that, you know, all the – Acquisitions came through as far as the buyouts, the trades, etc. And I'll be honest, we have a pretty easy schedule. I'm definitely looking for us to be top six. I don't want to, you know, play the playing again and, and relive my past trauma. Um, we have the Jazz, we have the Pistons three times in the next month. Um, we have the Raptors twice. Um, the Pacers is going to be a tough out. Philly's going to be a tough out. We have the Wizards. Um, I like our chances to be top six. Uh, Terry Rozier, I already knew it was just a matter of time of, of, of fitting in, and he, he's dealt with injury as well, uh, as well as the entire roster mm-hmm. with the main pieces, etc., suspensions, all of that. Um, but when you have a franchise mm-hmm. and the infrastructure like the Miami Heat, you can never count them out. Um, and I can tell you, even with the Celtics or anybody else in the East, they don't want to face us in the seven game series because of the adjustments that Spoke can make because of the culture and the infrastructure that's surrounded from, you know, the top to bottom with Jimmy and Bam playing at a high level and demanding certain things and Bam being the captain and him having the OG and has them. It's an entire, like, chain of command and infrastructure that he has that is scary for the rest of the East. Um, it doesn't matter what seed we're in. I just, of course, want to be top six. And I'm looking at the schedule. I think we can. Um, I do see us making it mm. to the second round. I don't know if we're going to get further than that, depending on the matchup. Um I think we could slay one of the Giants, dog. Whether it be Milwaukee uh, or New York, you know, New York is lingering around around that four position. I think we could sneak them and, and get the four position. Um, you know, depending on how the Knicks mm-hmm. play their cards, I haven't took a look at their schedule, but I, I, I believe in it. You know what I mean? Terry Rozier is going to do what he do. He struggled a little bit with you know a couple of air balls and turnovers, but that's just the nature of the game. The the Nuggets are a tall team, um, and their championship. Is, you know, it's just coming off the championship, you know what I mean? Uh, we played the Nuggets again on the 13th, so um, I definitely want to see if we get another shot at them and see what we, you know, how we hold up. Hopefully Tyler plays. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm confident in my heat, and I'm definitely waiting on the postseason to see if we get another playoff Jimmy run, man. Because if that happened with Terry Rozier and, and Bam and all the shooters that we've been having, Jovic has been playing well. Duncan Robinson has stepped up his game from an off-the-dribble standpoint. Uh, Caleb Martin has woken up. He looks like he was disinterested at certain times of the season. Um, DeLon Wright is a lockdown defender. I love his game. Um, and I just like the roster. You know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see, bro. We'll see. I think I think we can make it to the second round. I don't know if 
I wouldn't go as far as Eastern Conference Finals, but I would not be surprised at all if we do make it up. Hey, Eastern Conference Finals is happening. You, you, you. Miami, if anything, my, Miami has already showed us that That's it doesn't matter what seed they get. It don't matter, bro. Like, 8th seed, ninth yeah, seed, 10th yeah, right. seed, 2nd right. seed, don't matter, bro. Because if we're being honest, and we've, we've we talked about this during the week, like, or not even just right. during the week, just in general, like, the mentality of a lot of players in the league these days, bro, it's just, you don't. You yeah. don't get that type, like yeah, bro. You just don't. Jimmy is old nah, school enough to to play like that, uh, and, and Bam has been surrounded by OGs who already had that mentality. Yo, UD been his OG since day one, and you know how UD get down. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, man, if you're not from down here, you don't know what the staple that UD is to that locker room. I feel like um, where he plays mm-hmm. a huge part in Bam playing the way that he's playing, challenging him, uh, showing him the way, showing him how to be professional. Um, so I believe in the team because of those top two guys and the infrastructure that's above them as far as the coaching staff and Pat, et cetera. So um, I believe that the roster rounded out well. Uh, we'll see come postseason time. But like you said, it don't matter the seeding. I just, I'm just trying to look out for my health. I don't want no playing game, bro. I'm trying to be top six. I'm trying hey, to be Bro, top I six. swear. I swear. I swear. But then again, y'all got the best coach in the NBA. Um, we Hammy. You know what? Yeah, Let's hammy. get about it. Yeah, we it's going it's, it's gonna get so crazy. I'm about to oh my god, I'm gonna go so crazy, dog. And I've been having myself a really good day. So we ain't even gonna do it, man. That's about it. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe where you hear and or see the pod and follow us on social media at media then underscore at young Rilla at real hoops and get into your week uh strong folks. See you soon.